The devil made me do it. Get out of here. It wasn't me. Assume responsibility for your own actions. Don't be a child, be an adult. Every single one of us has full responsibility over our souls, our minds, our thoughts, and certainly the actions of our bodies and what you put in your bodies. Grow up. I've had 10 people tell me they're going to start donating their drug money to Red Letter Ministries. And we've received drug money before from people getting off heroin, getting off crack cocaine, getting off methamphetamine, and the worst, getting off alcohol. I mean, it's nothing new under the sun. We've been doing this every day for 11 years. Big deal. The thing is, is that they get angry at God the Father. I'm not even taking up an offering. I'm just dealing with the demons. They get angry at the Father because the Father convicts their sin right in their conscience called their forehead. They flush it all down the drain and get clean for a day. And then don't do what they say they're going to do. They don't do the right thing because of pride. He's just a man like me. Why should I give to Brandon? And because they can't obey the Father in something so humiliating, they actually go back to drugs instead of donating to Red Letter Ministries. Yeah, I'm reminded of like... Seen it ten times this year. The lepers who got clean, but only pride. one came back. It's called pride. Pride is the worst demon of all. Pride that doesn't honor men, champions, warriors. There's no honor. It's just jealousy like little boys and little girls that are so jealous and envious and at strife. He's better than me. Always comparing each other to one another. Foolishness. How immature can you be and still be a Christian? You're testing the limits. You might pass those limits and not even be a Christian anymore. I'm telling you the truth. The Father told me, I'm going to bless you so much that people will actually physically die of the sin of jealousy. How pathetic is that? You could not even get over yourself that you wouldn't repent of being a child and an immature fool, that you can't learn to honor one another, can't learn to love. I mean, basic stuff, guys. Like, you're all brothers and sisters in the whole world. Love one another as Jesus Christ has loved you. For Christ's sake, love one another. For Christ's sake, who died for you on the cross, a horrible death. Calvary, Golgotha, Skull Hill in English. Jerusalem, amen? 30 AD, murdered by religious men for your sins of religion, America. Your sins of religion are the worst sins of all. And it's like they don't even realize it, and I think it's a little scary they're starting to realize it. Spooky stuff when you realize, oh my God, I was in the beast and not the father. And I thought it was the father, but I was in the beast system. Most of these people coming out of religion in America, all religions, the most deceptive is Christian because they think they have all of the right stuff, but it's still the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's like, oh my God, I was inside the great red dragon's belly. <laughs> when the, the older prodigals come in to the feast of the fattened calf written in Luke chapter 15, God the Father said that's the great awakening, the great harvest of the end times. That's just on the cusp of happening right now. Like, I don't even think my wife has come in yet. That's how much of a cusp 
and spearhead it is of the religious in America. And it's like a hundred million people, so it's not Penny, it's, it's all of you. I mean, it's like every single religious Christian in the United States of America. Hundred million born-again Christians in the United States of America, in Canada. The transition, like, even just... Truth in like, To wake up to the fact Not mad at you. that you have been in... <laughs> completely opposite of what the father is it's just like to break like that's your whole world you've been in the to dragon break down every mindset that Gog every and Gog, lie baby. that is there it's it's completely world altering and it's quite and i'm still like really i don't understand the father and i'm in the sense of i don't know the father's heart in this situation in in he is the answer. Shaba. And I'm just like, I'm getting really mad. Good, at, at the devil. Jezebel. At the dragon. At the dragon. It's just like, it's, it's stealing so much of my closeness to the Father. It's stealing so much of my joy. It's like, I love, I love the place of the drunken glory and the peace and rest and ecstasy that is in the Father. Mm. And sometimes and and the religion I when Choke I get the into ghost. when I get into one of the mindsets that's like my old mindsets oh. of religion, I think that that's normal. But then it starts stealing my joy and then all of a sudden I'm fretting and all of a sudden I'm paranoid. And it's just like oh Next thing you know, you're puking out the side of your car, demon possessed like a, the exorcist. I didn't, um, know, I didn't know a frog could fit out my at this throat. Point, <laughs> at this point, I am happy to puke. I just want it out. Of light, like, high oh, isn't enough. Gross. I want to overdose. Because overdosing means that I'm going to get, I'm just going to burn out. Everything that's there that Every isn't Joel's the bar, bring your puke bucket next to your cell phone and computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's actually... coming out. It's coming out. Incubus, succubus, kundalini, loose! So many times when I get... In, and I know. I know and I know that I know that whatever <laughs> yuck is manifesting, whether it's puke or whatever, I, I'm happy this is happening because it means it's coming out. And so you can see my job. And the thing what's coming out, this great deliverance of all the older prodigals in religious syndrome disease in the whole world. I mean, it's not just the U.S., guys. It's like everywhere. I get messaged this week from people in Ghana and Guinea and all over the place in Central and Southern Africa. Is it okay to have tattoos? You know, it's just like so precious because they're sincere. And I'm like, yes, it is, darling. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> you know, but the people are actually coming with humility. They're teachable. They're clay in the potter's hands. The religion in America is so much that it's like there's no humility. It's just pure pride. Pure dragon's brain. Or reptilian brain. But it's more accurately, according to the book of Revelation, called the great red dragon's brain. Called religion. Hell is the place of religion. Heaven is the place of freedom. And it's like almost no Christians understand that yet, even in the U.S. or anywhere. Heaven is the place of pure, perfect freedom 
and glory and love and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of glory. And you're just soaked and saturated in ecstasy constantly. And I live in that place on heaven and earth every day for years. I live a lifestyle of rapture. I'm constantly raptured. And I don't come down for any man, woman, boy or girl, or especially no angel or demon. Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit keeps those high. There's no high like the Most High. And we walk in the highway of holiness, Isaiah 35, and you should too, because that's the only place in this world that there's no unclean thing. Below the highway of holiness, when there's religion in your brain, demons in your souls, all this darkness and the stupidity of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it's like all demons. It's all evil spirits. It's all just confusion and chaos, and it's like horrible. It's literally hell. I mean, I'll just tell you what it's called accurately in the Bible. It's called hell. Religion is hell. Confusion is hell. Satan is the king of hell. And he wants you to go there by being religious. And he wants you to have that on earth by being religious. God does not want that. There's not a single drop of religion in your good father in heaven. He's a perfect father. All He is is goodness. All He is as a being is glory. The glory feels good, doesn't it? It's a little overwhelming for people coming out of religion. It's like, man, I don't know about this glory. It's about 10,000 watts of Holy Ghost electricity surging through my flesh constantly. I feel higher than heroin and methamphetamine and crack cocaine. But is this even legal? Because they come out of so much religion in the whole world that it's like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm in this freedom. Yeah. That's the slavery of the demons. Destroy them all with your freedom. I can remember when Talking the Ghost first started coming out. And at that point, I was in Bible college once missed it. Left. <laughs> um, and people were like, is that okay? Are you sure that's okay? God's not angry at me. God's not mad at me. God's not going to beat me up like Satan the religious devil has my whole life. No, God's not like Satan at all. God's not like religious pastors at all. God's not like earthly fathers at all. He's a perfect father. And that's the thing that startles me still to this day, being perfectly fathered for 18 years since I've been born again, going 100 miles an hour every day in the Holy Ghost with constant signs, miracles, and wonders, glory to glory, never looking back. It is shocking, horrifying, and startling to see the details of his fathering in my entire world. It never gets old. It's thrilling. It's the, it's the true adventure of real Christianity. And everyone needs to get into the real father and out of every other demon of a false father that's fathering their lives, fathering their souls, every other voice, every other thing, every idol, the worst is money. How can that be your father? It can't. It's called death. That will kill you. Jesus Christ said, your gold and silver will eat your flesh because you allowed it to father you. That's what he was explaining to them because he loved them and he didn't want them to die. He would, didn't even care about an offering. He didn't even care about his ministry. He cared about the father. 
He cared that everyone would be fathered by his father. Whatever it takes, Jesus would say those things to get them out of the demons, to get them out of the devils, to get them out of idols, to get them out of religion. Because here comes the Pharisees dragging some prostitute by her hair with rocks in their hands. And the law of Moses said she is to be murdered. And Jesus is there writing in the sand. And they're asking him, and you know, they have the legal authority to kill her by the law of Moses. Okay? This, this true story in the Bible happened. And Jesus writes in the sand, Grace. Forgiven. Mm-hmm. He who is without sin cast the first stone. And it was with such authority that he had written a new law in the sand that they dropped their rocks and walked away. Forgiven. And he says, woman, where are your accusers? See? He dismisses the fallen angels around your souls. He dismisses the religious demons and the lust and the perversion and all the temptations of the flesh. He dismisses it. Jesus Christ the Messiah. Neither do I accuse you. Now go and sin no more. Because I filled you with my Father by being in my presence. You're in the presence of the seven spirits of God, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. So it's not like he just sent her away like, now go strive at it and just do the best you can. He filled her with the, gl- he filled her with the glory. John 17, Father, I have given them all the glory. Now it's on their heads. They can be just like me if they want to be. If they want you to be their father, they'll end up all as like an army of Christ, an army of anointed ones, an army of saviors that love perfectly, born of Jesus Christ's incorruptible seed, the Word of God that does not sin. It's just the issue is people don't want to be Jesus. They'd rather be perverts. They'd rather be businessmen. They'd rather make money. They'd rather be drunk on alcohol. They'd rather be smoking cigarettes. They'd rather be doing a hundred million things other than being Jesus Christ. And that is the true heart issue. And it cuts people to the core because it's like, man, I really haven't lived for Jesus. I talky-talky, but I know walky-walky. It's time for walky-talkies and not just talky-talkies. People that love God and obey. Obey Him. Because here's everyone in Israel, here's everyone in America, here's all the Christians saying they love Jesus. But Jesus is like, really? I mean, where's my glory? Where's my presence? Where's the seven spirits of God in your hearts and minds? Where's the unconditional love? Where's the laying down your life for others and caring nothing about yourself? Where's the sacrifice? If you say you love me, then you'll obey me. Jesus Christ, red letters. Those that don't obey the red letters in Revelation, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, are the worst lying hypocrites of all. Talky-talky, no walky-walky. Certain destruction is their fate because God is a glorious judge. And most of these people that have just been religious hypocrites Most of these people that have just been talk and no love, most of these people that have no intoxication, no wine, 
No bread. They don't care about your souls. They're hirelings. They're in it for the money. They're in it for themselves. They'll be destroyed because they have no anchor in their souls to the Father. They're false fathers themselves, the hirelings of Christianity. And they're being dealt with en masse. And especially en masse, because every Catholic mass is actually a black mass. It's called Jesuit sorcery. The darkest hell on earth is the Holy See, the Vatican. It is the darkest hell on earth, and there's nothing even close. Maybe communists, Moscow, whoa, not even close, sorry, to even compare you, Kremlin. Or maybe communist China, oh no. Maybe North Korea, yes, that could, could probably compare. So communism and religion are the seat of Herod and the seat of the Pharisees. Religion and politics is the devil's seed himself. And it's coming to full maturation, but it's weak. We think the devil's strong. The devil's not strong. It's only strong because you believe he's strong. And what you believe in, you energize with your minds. I know the devil's weak. Because I watched him try to systematically brainwash me since 1981 with horror movies. I was addicted to horror movies as a kid. Six, seven, eight, nine years old, Friday the 13th. I mean, I was a terrible, terrible kid. The worst as they get. In and out of juvie, just all of the worst stuff that exists in the world. I grew up on MTV, Beavis and Butthead, drugs and alcohol, and just the worst. I mean, just as bad as it got in my generation. I tell you the truth because I went to four different high schools and I was always the most rebellious one everywhere I went. And that was the cool thing to do back in Satan's day. But now it's not cool anymore. It's cool to get into God. I tell you the truth. We're going to make God cool in high school again. Because Satan's not cool. All it is is death. By age 18, I couldn't even see in color anymore. How cool is that? To have your soul so dead from your own sin that you can't even see colors anymore. You're definitely not lukewarm. <laughs> You're definitely dead. And it's a miracle I didn't die. I'd overdosed and died and came back so many times and should have died so many times and it's just absolutely insane how I didn't die over and over and over because I didn't care if I died or not I was like extreme always the most extreme in everything I've ever done Holy Ghost he creates people to be extreme for righteousness sadly many people use it for wickedness and become mobsters and become cartels and become political and become money, and all these other stupid things in religion. But if we actually use it for the Holy Ghost, guess what happens? We bring heaven to earth. If we get extreme into the Holy Ghost, we actually become the sons of God. <laughs> That's why you're created for the extreme love, the extreme peace, the extreme joy. Joy so strong that you're physically intoxicated on the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, we're not drunk as you suppose. It's only 9 in the morning. Don't accuse me, bro. This is not alcohol. I don't do drugs. I don't touch any alcohol. Zero. Zero drugs, zero alcohol for a very, very, very long time. In Jesus' name, Holy Ghost, 
only. Truth. <laughs> Witness. Holy Ghost only. Because you know why? When you don't have any mixture in your life, there's no flies spoiling the perfume. There's no foxes in the vineyard. And all you experience is God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the seven spirits of God through all your hearts and minds continuously. That's heaven on earth. That is God's will for every single one of your souls. Heaven. You're created to live in Eden, the pleasure of God, the heaven of God, in the love of God, in the garden of God, walking with the Father in the coolness of the day. Your head covering is to not be any man. Your head covering is not to be any denomination, any religion. No! Your head covering is the living Father. That's called the crown of glory. And I wear it. And I impart it into everyone I come around to because you would too if you were me. It's called being a brother and a sister because you're all brothers and sisters and we're in this thing together in every nation, tribe, and tongue. And there's millions of people that love Jesus that are looking for the way, the truth, and the life. How to get stronger in the glory. How to get stronger in the Holy Ghost. How to overcome the world. Overcome poverty. Overcome sickness and disease. Overcome religious demons. Overcome death. Death, where is your sting? Behold, death is swallowed up in Joel's army victory. I tell you the truth. This is the generation that conquers death. I tell you the truth, I already have. But they don't believe me, so you have to experience it for yourselves. <laughs> because we are all brothers and sisters of the divine seed. You're of the divine class of beings that created the world with a whisper. You're called the sons of God, every one of you, born of the Spirit. If you've not been born of the Spirit, ask Jesus, the Messiah, into your heart. Flesh gives birth to flesh. Don't be a carnal Christian. Spirit gives birth to spirit. Be a Holy Spirit Christian. And you'll have a great day every day. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. Support this ministry. We're discipling millions of people weekly. Millions. All over Africa, all over Asia, the, all the islands, all the Americas. Places I didn't even know speak English as second languages, third languages, so many nations. There's 1.5 billion English speakers on planet Earth, according to Wikipedia. And guess what? We're reaching every single one of them in Jesus' name. And it costs money to disciple the whole planet, but a lot less than Reinhardt Bunky in Nigeria to reach 1 million in the flesh. Cost them $10 million with all the towers and stands and all the crap. Guess what we could do with $10 million? Oh my God, I could reach a hundred billion and the whole planet ten times over through Facebook and through true evangelism that God the Father has set up now that is so cheap. We just need partners that just tithe and give offerings and support this stuff. I can easily disciple the entire world through Facebook. So easy. So and it costs next to pennies compared to the old style of evangelism. Old evangelism costs millions of dollars. New evangelism is dirt cheap. We're reaching millions. In fact, for every $750 that comes in, I tell you the truth, and I'm not lying to you because I put the receipts out on Facebook everywhere so you can see. I don't serve money, I serve God. For every $750, we reach 1 million souls worldwide. 
that is the most cost-effective form of evangelism, discipleship, and kingdom work on planet Earth, and there's nothing even close. So ridiculous. So ask the Holy Spirit what you can do, and donate at breadlettermen.com, and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.